morning, church family. Good morning, good morning. It's a beautiful day here in South Florida. I'm Pastor Lisa, and I want to welcome you to worship this morning. We have a very exciting service lined up, so I hope you're enjoying being here in person. If not, I hope you're engaging online as well. If you'll please stand and join me in the call to worship. Jesus sent his followers out, commissioned to harvest. Come along with me as a sojourner in faith. Bring along a sense of expectancy, a vision of high hopes, a glimpse of future possibility, a vivid imagination, for God's creation is not done. Let us travel light in the spirit of faith and expectation toward the God of our hopes and dreams. Thank you. If you'll remain standing and join us in song. Our God is an awesome God. Is that amen? Someone wrote a song that I feel it in my hands, I feel it in my feet, I feel him all over me. So that's how awesome God is. So today, we're going to raise. It's on the screen. <laughs> so we're going to raise.
when you think of the goodness of God and what he's done, it makes you want to sing a little louder. It makes you want to dance a little bit more. It makes you want to give him a little bit more praise. Is that amen?
when our backs are against the wall and it look as if it was over you made my way and we're standing here only because you We have a special celebration this morning that we'd like you to join us. If Karen Brooke could come on up, Pastor Peyton, if you'll head this direction, and Pastor Jackie. Oh, who's Pastor Jackie, they say. Pastor Jackie is our newest victim. I mean, <laughs> Pastor. Dear friends, today we welcome the Reverend Jackie Jones who has been appointed to serve as our pastor. We believe that she is well qualified and has been prayerfully appointed by our Bishop Ken Carter. Jackie, you have been sent to live among us as a bearer of the word of God, as a minister of the sacraments and a sustainer of the love, order and discipleship of the people of God. Today, I reaffirm this commitment in the presence of this congregation. Brothers and sisters in Christ, as a people committed to participate in the ministries of the church, by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, and your service, will you who celebrate this new beginning support and uphold Jackie in these ministries? We reaffirm our commitment to support you with our prayers, our presence, our gifts, and our service. Jackie, accept this Bible and be among us as one who proclaims the word. Amen. Amen. And receive this stole, signifying your ordination and your service to this church. Amen. Should we stand together? And let us say, Lord God, bless the ministries of your church. We thank you for the variety of gifts you have bestowed upon us. Draw us together in one spirit that each of us may use our differing gifts as members of one body. May your word be proclaimed with faithfulness and may we be doers of your word and not hearers only. As we who have died and risen with Christ in baptism, gather at his table and then scatter into the world, may we be one in service to others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Can we welcome? Thank you. Thank you very much. You may be seated. So I got a little excited and got things out of order. I know this surprises no one <laughs> who's ever met me. Um, uh, squirrel, yes, thank you. Um, so I do want to share the pegs with you this morning before we move on to our morning prayer because it is such an important ministry of the United Methodist Church. Um, we are, are gathering our funds this week. We do 10 for 10 all summer long. You'll remember $10 for 10 weeks that goes to some mission or ministry that particularly needs the extra boost in the summer. 
And most of you know who UMCOR are. They, they come in after disasters, um, both nationally and internationally, and they are the boots on the ground people. They are the first ones in and the last ones to leave. And so if you've got that little extra this, this morning, um, if you will drop it in the bags on your way, or you can give online, or write a check and put it in the memo sections for UMCOR. So if you'll bow your heads and join our morning prayer this morning. Father God, with great gratitude, we come to you this morning in prayer and praise. Gracious God, we thank you for the gift of life and for all of our daily blessings. The music of birds, the joy of seeing a smile on a loved one's face, the warmth of the sun on our backs, the laughter of a child. For these gifts, which we so often take for granted, we offer you our praise. Especially do we thank you for your presence when we come to you on those dark nights of our souls, when our companion is not faith but fear, not certainty but doubt, when we are besieged with anxious questions, oh God, help us to be still and know. Remind us of all that we have which assures us of your love for us. In the midst of our darkness, let us be reminded that you enter into our pain and our prayers of fear and doubt are actually prayers of deepest faith because we assume your presence even if we don't feel it. We tend Lord, to get discouraged easily when something doesn't go our way. We hold on to those little resentments that prevent us from moving forward in love. Or we linger over words we've spoken in haste, and soon our hearts are full of confusion and resentment instead of gratitude and despair instead of joy. We sometimes feel as if we have nothing when, in fact, you have given us everything. Help us to remember with gratitude that we already know the end of the story, your story. And you will never leave or forsake us. You alone are worthy of our thanks and praise this morning, which is why we bow before you in worship with our prayers and our songs. Remind us of all we have in you as we pray the way your son taught us to. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And now if you'll remain seated and enjoy this lovely piece of worship music from the choir.
Wow, that was amazing. Thank you so much to the choir, to the worship team, and to the whole community and family at New Horizon. Thank you for your generous welcome and for the kindness that has been shown to me. I bring greetings. I bring greetings from my whole family. Now, you're seeing three of them. Some of them, um, somebody has said hi to my sister thinking it was me. That's okay. Um, <laughs> We're just, we're just 13 months apart, so it's wonderful having my sister and her husband and her son join us. Um, and I know that uh, we have friends joining us online. Um, I have been asked especially to send a shout out to the Grace Point community. I know they send their love and their greetings to you as a church. I have a special friend who has a birthday today, Sonia. She said, you need to say happy birthday to me. So this is for you, Sonia. And my brother-in-law turns 60 tomorrow, so tonight is a, tomorrow is a great celebration. Um, it is truly a real joy for me to be here and to be sharing in the service today. And really, I'm honored by, by your, your trust in me, and it is a privilege. Thank you for wearing the name tags. Um, you know, I think it's going to be great to get to know one another, so it's like, I don't know anything, you know, so you are going to be able to help me learn about this community. I hope that I don't speak too fast, okay, but we'll slow that down if we need to. So um, I know I speak differently, and I hope you hear me, and if I do, we'll, we'll kind of get that right along the way, okay, so it's really good to be with you today. Let us come to God as we pray before the scripture. Lord God, we just thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that it speaks to us from generation to generation. We pray now, God, that as we read your word, it would become for us the revelation of the kingdom of heaven on earth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. One of the comforting things in sharing in the Methodist family is as you join another church across the world, you actually discover what John Wesley spoke about when he said that the world is your parish. There are words even that Karen used that just speak to me because I know those words. And in the lectionary today, there are chapters that are set for us across the whole world. And so we come to this passage, and I found this passage was so appropriate for today's service. We read it in the gospel according to Luke from chapter 10. We read the first 11 verses and then we pick it up again in verse 16 to 20. After these things, the Lord commissioned 72 others and he sent them on ahead in pairs to every city and place that he was about to go. He said to them, the harvest is bigger than you can imagine, but there are few workers. Therefore, plead with the Lord of the harvest to send out workers for this harvest. Go, be warned, though, that I am sending you out as lambs among wolves. Carry no wallet, no bag no sandals. Don't even greet anyone along the way. Wherever you enter a house, first say, 
may peace be on this house. If anyone there shares God's peace, then your peace will rest on that person. If not, your blessing will return to you. Remain in this house, eating and drinking whatever they set before you, for workers deserve their pay. Don't move from house to house. Whenever you enter a city and its people welcome you, eat what they set before you. Heal the sick who are there and say to them, God's kingdom has come upon you. Whenever you enter a city and the people don't welcome you, go out into the streets and say, as a complaint against you, we brush off the dust of your city that has collected on our feet. But know this, God's kingdom has not come to you. Whoever listens to you, listens to me. Whoever rejects you, rejects me. Whoever rejects me, rejects the one who has sent me. The 72 returned joyously saying, Lord, even the demons submit themselves to us in your name. Jesus replied, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Look, I have given you authority to crush snakes and scorpions underfoot. I have given you authority over the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Nevertheless, don't rejoice because the Spirit submitted to you. Rejoice instead that your names are written in heaven. Thanks be to God for his word. Amen. And so we know that Jesus' ministry is beginning to take shape and form. His disciples, the ones that are following him, are beginning to wonder, what is life going to be like? What are we supposed to do? What is our mission? What is our purpose? And Jesus begins to explain to them the ministry and the lifestyle of discipleship. That's really what we encounter today in this incredible scripture. We are on a journey together, a one that is of radical transformation. And we discover a couple of things. The first thing we discover is that you and I are a people that are always meant to go. Being a Christian is really not a static place. Our, our destination is not the points where we arrive. In fact, our destination is a journey. And in many respects, we are on a journey together as a church community. Things have so radically changed the lives that we are used to living. COVID has changed the world. And the world is a very, very different place. There are many different things to discover in a post-world reality. And one of the places that have changed the most during COVID is a place of worship. We've been afraid to worship together. The very core of our lives is in a place of community, but it is the very space that has threatened us. 
Some of us haven't even been back to church for a long time because of the fear and because we know that being together literally jeopardized our lives. And so we chose to be apart. The life that we knew was different. The destination point that gave us a sense of comfort has gone. And so we discover that when Jesus gathers his disciples, and people are the same in any generation, when he gathers his disciples, he knows that they are following him from a Jewish tradition, from a tradition of faith, and he gathers 70, and it would not have escaped them that they were 70 people. They would have stretched back into their Jewish history and would have remembered that when Moses gathered the people to go up onto Mount Sinai to get the commandments, there were 70, 72 people that gathered together. And so he was gathering the people that had followed him and he was busy forming them and preparing them for a new discipleship. And so a new discipleship is really always a journey that we're called to. And we're called to go. We're called to get into a whole new rhythm and a whole new bus. And so that's really part of what we discover in the words of Jesus. Being a disciple of Jesus means that we never arrive at a destination point until we reach heaven. Our, our destination point on earth is always to be journeying in a place of spiritual and discipleship formation. And so we are going on a journey, New Horizon, a journey where we will discover that the 40 years of this community is really a rich heritage. I came yesterday to, to meet Michael to do a sound test. And I was just kind of walking around the church because there was no one here. And in that corner, in the back, I discovered a whole bunch of files. And there were stories of this church's formation. And I was like, I don't have time to read those files today, but I want to read those files. I want to know the story because we are writing a story together. And so I'm grateful that this passage is the passage that is set for us today. I didn't plan this one. This isn't the, the one that I planned, but it really speaks prophetically into who we are and where we are and where we're going. We're on a new journey. There is a new horizon for all of us as we begin to discover what does it mean to be disciples in this season, right? Now, just because like, we're excited about the journey, like Jesus kind of, you know, then he, he, he lays the groundwork for the disciples. And I mean, I don't know about you, but, you know, if, if I'm called to a journey and I'm like, yes, I'm excited and, and, and well, this is how it's going to be. You're going to go as a lamb amongst wolves. It's like, okay. Um, and then don't carry a bag. Don't, don't worry about money. I mean, isn't that wonderful? Thank you so much, Karen. <laughs> Carolyn and Karen, like, don't worry about money. Okay. I mean, don't carry a traveling bag. Do you know that we rented a U-Haul? I mean, my sister had to drive a U-Haul, you know, and, and like, we, we had to Google while she's driving. Where are the windscreen wipers? <laughs> okay, so we got a U-Haul. Don't worry about sandals. 
Okay, forget those shoes. I mean, this is there is no there is no checked luggage, there is no carry-on luggage. I mean, this is like what Spirit Airlines 101, okay? <laughs> I mean, all right? Okay, so this is okay, and don't forget you you're going amongst the wolves. All right. And then on the journey, don't talk to anyone. Like, don't get distracted, okay? It's like, there is absolutely no Instagram or, you know, like, no TikTok, you name it. It's like, <laughs> and then, and then, then you get into a house, like, and then you, you, you get into a house, and, and you come into that house, and you offer them peace, okay? And then wait for that peace to return to you. Receive what they give you. And there is a sense that we, we enter. So, so Jesus says, like, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be different. It's going to be difficult. It's not going to be what you expected. We're in a constant place of formation. But when you enter the homes, you delve deeply into the essence of someone else's humanity. I mean, where else do you find the realness of people other than in their home? It's as you eat amongst people, as you, as you, as you take in the, the gift of their presence, and you, you kind of breathe out, and that's when you get to know people. It's like, it's this real sense of humanity. And then, then Jesus says that there is a mutual humanity. He speaks about the it speaks about, you know, the, the labor deserves their pay. There is a sense that there is a mutual reality, mutuality about our relationship. There isn't one of power. And so he begins to, to, to take away the sense of power. And so we, we find each other in, in the common spaces of a life lived together. Lived together. And then, then Jesus says, I want you to heal the sick. And we often start to think, well, what is the purpose of our lives together? And Jesus says, it's healing. You know, there is, a, there is a sense of where there are broken hearts, it's the healing. It's, it's reaching out to, to touch people. And I, I have a sense in my, in my engagement with this community that that real generous spirit of healing sits at the core of who New Horizon is. And so we keep healing because it's when we heal, we heal with our words. We heal with our presence. We heal with our touch. We heal in kindness. We heal in love. We, we heal when we don't condemn one another. And so there's a sense that Jesus kind of lays it out for us. And then Jesus says, it's not going to be good everywhere. There comes a point where you just need to dust, dust the sand. You, need, you, you, need, you, need, you do not need to linger in places that cause destruction. But I think that there has two meanings this morning. One is sometimes we get stuck, right? We get stuck. And, and isn't it true that offense becomes the playground of the devil? Like, isn't it easy to get offended in the church? It's like, it's, I mean, I know that. It's like, it is easy to get offended. I mean, it's easy to get offended. And sometimes we get stuck in the offense. Sometimes we get stuck in, in, in things that happened years ago. And, and sometimes we carry generational pain from one generation to the next, right? And we, we struggle to just break that space of pain. 
And so Jesus speaks about, well, how it is that when we come to those places is that we deal with that. Today we have therapy to deal with that. But there is a sense that sometimes we need to just dust the sand, the dust that has fallen on us. I've been doing a whole lot of cleaning and dusting and, and packing. And, and, and I'm telling you, dust, I mean, there's, you know, you know, there's a lot of dust that just arrives. Like, you just wipe the, where did that come from? You know? And like, I'm swivering everything. Is that right? Is it swiffer, swiffer. I'm swiffering everything more than once. But there is a sense that it's hard to get rid of that dust. But that's the work of the kingdom of God. We, we're, we're here to let go, to, to actually find healing when we dust ourselves. And so there is a sense that we need to go. You know, the idea of going is not new to Jesus. I mean, Abraham was old. He was like, I'm done, I'm retired. And God said, no, I have a whole new plan for you. Get up and go. And it's like, I don't want to go. You know, but like, it's okay, go. You know, it's like, if you can't hear the word go, God is after you, okay? Because kind of God is like, I want you to go. And then, and then God is like, I want you to be transformed because in the going, you become transformed. Because you realize you're not gonna depend on like your own finances or your own abilities, but you, you, you need to plug in to one another, this real sense of connection and community. The journey transforms us. That's what really changes. And then, the best part is Jesus says, but you need to come back. You need to come back. It's like, okay, you go, but I need you to come back. And then what he does is like, you need to come back and you need to tell the story. So like, there is a sense that he's waiting on the, like, I need the feedback. Okay, so I'm going home and I can tell you, for those of you that are uh, my friends and family that are connecting online, what do you think is going to happen when I leave here? How was it? I mean, there'll be WhatsApps, there'll be messages, they'll, they'll be like, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, you know? I was like, you know, I, and, and there is a sense that we are a people that needs feedback from one another. Like, how did it go? What did you see? Like, we're so excited. The demons listened to us. Like, it like all happened. We sensed the spirit of God falling. And then, you know, there's like, we, we experienced God's presence. And Jesus, don't don't get taken by the glitz and the glamour of the demons that listen to you, but rather rejoice because the kingdom of heaven was present. And so don't let the miracles, don't, don't, let, like, don't let the lights, the shining lights kind of like overwhelm you, but, but celebrate because in my name you were able to rejoice. And we don't do this because there's a tension on like, like any one person, but really, we do this because there is a mystery. And the mystery really sits in the discovery of how the gospel speaks to us. I'm so grateful that we're ending in communion because that's really where, where the focus is, the focus is on Jesus. There is something phenomenal in this meal. Really when Jesus was broken, when he was rejected, when he knew what was, was laying before him in Calvary, he knew that when we gather and we share in some common mystery, miracles happen. And so today we're going to break bread together. We're going to break a loaf of bread together that, that connects us with, with the faith of Christians that have gone for thousands of years. And it also connects us with one another. And it affirms in us 
that the work of God is not done yet. And that we are a people that are on a journey, that we're a people being transformed, and that we're a people that are going to write in those books, and that we're going to keep telling the story of who we are for the next generation. So let us pray together. And so, Lord God, we thank you that you do not leave us nor forsake us, but you are a God of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We thank you, Jesus, that our discipleship journey is always one of formation. We know, Lord God, that there have been moments in our lives where we have been distracted. We have stopped. And we've done U-turns on that journey. And we have been unable to bring peace to the homes that we enter. And sometimes, God, we, we have sat with such pain and hurt that it has broken us and alienated us. But, Lord God, we know that today that you call us and you place the enemy under our feet and you appoint us with an authority from heaven that always reminds us that we become the kingdom of heaven on earth. So may our words, our actions, and our thoughts bring healing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We will now receive the offering. Is that right?
thank you that you've given us such blessings that overflow, that you allow us to help with your kingdom work. We ask that you send this forth in your name to do your will. prepare for communion. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father, almighty creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, and he gave thanks to you. He gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ has risen, Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world, the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ and one with each other and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church. All honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, and now and forever. Amen. Amen.
And so as we come and receive communion, there are a number of ways to receive communion today. There is by intincture, so you can come forward and receive by intincture. There are elements that are broken as well for you to receive. And there on the altar, there are the pre-packed elements. Um, and so we draw near with faith, for this is the place of our real belonging and the showering of God's love. This mystery is really what we celebrate and receive. So come and draw near with faith.
And so let us pray together. For God, we thank you that we have declared the mystery of heaven and touched and tasted the gift of love. We pray now, God, that as we leave here, that you would keep transforming us to be the disciples that bring healing to this world. We thank you, Lord, that in your goodness, you have forgiven us. And so we pray, God, that as we leave, the reassurance of your spirit will be upon us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Shall we stand together? Now that you've got a good breakfast and good lunch and everything, um, would you sing with us? Like, give us some of that energy. Every praise, every praise is due to God. Two, three, and... God my Savior, God my Savior, 
Okay. <laughs> Should we join together in the benediction? And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forevermore. Amen. 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 Thanks, everyone. God, my Savior. God, God my Savior.